Welcome to the Imperfect Parent Podcast, and I'm an imperfect parent. The pressures from all directions to be perfect can be overwhelming. They come from family, friends, social media, and can be very difficult to deal with, especially if you feel like you're on this journey alone. Well, that ends here. You are not alone, and together we will become a village and community by building strong foundations in which the relationships with ourselves and our family can be built on. I'm going to share with you the stories and knowledge of parents, professionals, and authority figures who have been there or have the knowledge, tools, and resources you need to find out what works, what doesn't, and what's next. So let's go. We got this. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Imperfect Parent Podcast. And I'm an imperfect parent on a journey to find out what works, what doesn't, and what's next. It's a little awkward today. I actually have my podcast editor and coach and good friend on the show. I think he might come on and tune me up a little bit for missing an episode or two, but it's mainly just to have him on here. He's turned into such a good friend and and I just want to chat about some things and, and get that out to you guys. So welcome, Corey. It's so good to have you here, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's ex- I'm excited to be back. And I, I think I'm like, truly an imperfect parent and this is why i keep i keep needing to come back because <laughs> of the 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 aspect of that and but yeah overall you know anybody that misses a podcast if i have my ruler and <laughs> i'm ready to slap your hands because consistency is key with all of this stuff so definitely we can't miss can't miss any more my friend <laughs> yeah like you guys have been a a huge part of this podcast right from the start like you were my very first interview even before the podcast was called the imperfect parent i was like gonna go do uh like a work-life balance type podcast and then yeah and then it just our relationship grew from there and it's now we're you know a year in almost up to our podcast time and uh, yeah it's been awesome yeah so i mean to to be honest like we're probably just over that year of that last interview we are yeah before before you knew the direction of the of your show yeah and and we just had a random conversation that I don't know what ever happened to that audio file, but I think the interview was, was bad enough on my side that you, you tossed it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm that, like, I can remember that evening. I was like rigging up my daughter's bedroom with like the right camera angle. So it didn't look funny. I wanted to kind of look a little bit professional and then forgot to plug the laptop in. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> now I got a little more professional and a little more set up, but it's, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, right. You know, I know Ron and I like from our first episode to episode two hundred and fifty. We're a, a tiny bit better, so yeah, it's, you know, progress over the time. Two hundred and fifty. I like you guys were just at a hundred there a little while ago, and now you're just blazing by two hundred and fifty. I guess you went to once a week though there for a while, or still are once a week. Well, we, yeah, we went to once a day. Once a, a day, while. right? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. episodes go quickly when you're going yeah. once a day. We went to once a day for a good five months, six months, something like that. And then the summer of, of 21 here, we, we took our first pause. Yeah. And uh, I want to say we were about episode 240-ish around that. And and we we took a month off and launched season two with kind of the new new standard, new format, new new graphics, new intro, new outro. You know, now now we're able to do a lot of fun things with the show before it even gets live anywhere instead of just doing it live and, and having it, you know, go get doctored up afterwards. So yeah, we get to to play around with all that fun stuff and, you know, and then we launched a second show that's daily. So that's kind of why we took, took away that daily (laughs) aspect. Now, Kate, I want to ask you a question about this summer. You took some time off. Now, was that 
from work or just being like present? Like, did you take time off and do holidays with the family or did you take just time off from being so present on social media or like, what was that? Yeah. I mean, a little bit of all everything. So my son, is, he plays baseball. He's been competitive baseball for the last seven years and I've been a coach and every summer it's like full-time work. <laughs> so, so just the timing of everything, like it worked out that I could just focus on that. And, you know, we still did some work, but, you know, I ended up taking a couple week vacation, hanging out in North Carolina on the beach and, you know, and then, and then ultimately, you know, we wanted to have a reset because we wanted to launch a second show yeah. and, and kind of change a few things up. So it all, the timing of it all worked where we just went quiet for a little bit. And, uh, you know, and then we even went down from social media. We went quiet there for about two months. And then we went quiet on the podcast on iTunes and everywhere for about a month before we, we came back. And now, you know, it's back live seven days a week. Yeah. A uh, couple of days, it's twice a day or once, a, once a week, it's twice a day. And then we have three posts a day on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn with various quotes, videos, and fun stuff. So if anybody's out there and you're looking for content managers, podcast managers, whatever, these guys are your guys. Like if they can handle all that and stay so consistent, like you guys, I know you have an excellent system behind you that allows you to do that with minimal friction and effort, right? Like and that has been huge to allow you to get to that spot where you're taking time off. And, you know, that's, it's, that's just been awesome to watch and see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you for one, but, but two, the, the consistency again, that's crucial. So, yeah. you know, anybody out there that's ever even is thinking about launching a show, a podcast of some kind. And, and yes, I'm a firm believer that everyone any, should any have a content though, any content though, really, eh, Corey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the consistency. Yeah. And so, you know, if you are, just have a Facebook group, go post in there once a day, you know, and do it. Maybe you can do it at 8 a.m. every time. And if you build the system where you schedule it out, then guess what? It can go at eight o'clock every day, right? Yeah. Like you just go spend an hour on it on Monday and you get five posts or whatever you want to do. And, you know, for a podcast, you know, some people do a Facebook live and have some kind of show there, but then take that and turn it into a show, but find a way to get consistent and do it at least once a week and, and be present. And then the next step is, and, and this is where, you know, I want you to go, Dwayne is, is to, how can you promote the show before and after, right? Like what mm -hmm. can you do with taking some of the content from the show and making the extra stuff that, that helps you be frictionless, right? Like it yeah. helps you do one thing, like record this episode, and then maybe you get three, four things from it that you can post to other places and you don't have to do anything after, right? Like that's, that's kind of the key is finding a way that, you know, that you can execute on, on a consistent basis. And, you know, some people can do graphics, right? And so they can, it's easy to make a quote card. So do that. If you, if you're good at it and, and you like it, then do that, but not everybody can do video, right? So it's hard to take a video and make some fun things with it or, you know, but maybe you don't even need that. Maybe just find a way to be consistent and go uh, take content. You know, you can transcribe or listen to a, a, an audio and then find a quote in there and just make it your own without a graphic, right? Like there's so many things that someone can do. It's just a matter of how much time can you put into it? How much uh, money can you put into it if you want to farm it out? But no matter what, it, the consistency is key. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So 
maybe go back and like let the listeners in. I don't know if you have ever told a little bit of your backstory, but you weren't always uh, a podcast agency or, you know, like you, like before you and Ron got into all this, you were pushing yourself pretty hard in the corporate world, weren't you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If I haven't told this on the story, this is, this is a kind of a fun one, but, or if I haven't told this story on your podcast, this is kind of fun. Like the way I met Ron, the way we started our company, it all started with the fact that I was opening restaurants and running big teams across the country. Mm -hmm. Like I spent, like I would get on a plane on a Monday and come home on a Friday and and then get back on the plane the following Monday. Like it was just the road warrior I had one kid at that point and, you know, my wife was basically raising him on her own. A lot of good things. Like I had a great job. I loved what I, but I hated missing the family. I, I didn't, I didn't marry my wife. But I didn't have a kid to be absent. That was, yeah. that was not the intent. Right. Here, here. <laughs> <laughs> and so one month I was gone 30 of 31 days oh. and I was in like, I think I was in Utah opening a restaurant. And being gone 30 of 31 days of, of that month was just killer. And I, I made the decision that day, like, okay, I don't care what we got to do. I need to find something else that takes me home, you know? And then it took me a little fear and time to, to figure out, okay, I'm going to lose pay to not have this title. I'm going to lose pay to not do what I'm doing and, and start something new. So I had that fear. And finally I found something and it was like a third pay cut. Like it was huge. It was a huge pay cut. And I was like, my wife and I were like, I don't know how we'll pay the bills, but we're going to just do it. And so I took the leap. I took the next, the new job, took the big pay cut, made it so I didn't have to travel anymore. And sure enough, that's where I met Ron at my new job. Yeah. Right. And, and then I didn't even get a paycheck like it was that at the time that you go from one job to the next and that time where you're waiting for a paycheck, yeah. you know, sometimes it's that extra week or whatever it might be. I didn't even get a new paycheck before my wife was offered a position that she was already working at that gave her the raise, almost the exact amount of money that I lost. <laughs> so I, all of a sudden, like I had to take this big leap of faith, right. That was meant to do the right thing for my family. And then all of a sudden she gets the, the, the promotion at her work to allow us to not have to stress about the money. Like yeah. we were stressing and why I had to do that in the first place. Very cool. So sometimes take the leap. It's, it's amazing what the right things can happen when you're doing things for the right reasons. And yeah. yeah and then I met Ron and, and we were both, you know, working that corporate ladder and, and managing big teams and running restaurants. And ultimately we found that our number one desire was to help people realize a goal that they didn't believe in themselves before that helped them realize a dream that they didn't think they could achieve before. And then we started building like a in-person coaching business, in-person mastermind meetings and stuff like that. And, and up until 2019, when, when we discovered the world of online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the rest is history. <laughs> this last, that's last couple of years is just, yeah, you have grown to this and it's yeah. So good. Yeah. I mean, it took us, but just like you, right? Like you, you have the electrician business in that profession, but then, you know, you're trying to venture into something new and find your place. And and Ron and I had that same stuff. Like we knew coaching, we knew that kind of stuff, but we didn't know how to find people online. Like I, we knew people in our local market. 
we we started like Ron was already good at graphics, and then I went into the ClickFunnels world, and I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? This is amazing. <laughs> And yeah. who's Steve Larson yelling at me? Why is he yelling at me going yeah. through the one funnel away challenge? And, and where uh, do I go find traffic? This is awesome. <laughs> yep. Yep. And so it, it just, it led us down the path and it's like, oh, I can do funnels. And Ron's like, well, I can do the graphics. Right. So, you know, we started the agency and we started doing little things here and there. And, you know, funnels was kind of that first thing, funnels and yeah. graphics. And, and then it, we, you know, we started our own podcast and just fell in love with every aspect of the yeah. podcast. And and, you know, we still build funnels for our agency, but we don't go searching for clients for that. You know, we still do Facebook ads on the agency, but we don't go searching for clients for that. Uh, we do graphics and stuff, but again, everything starts with the podcast. Like I am yes. only talking to people and searching for people to work with regarding their podcast. And then it's like, oh, you want to funnel for your podcast? Great. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. Or you want to run pod- Facebook ads for your podcast. Awesome. Like this is now you're in the perfect hands. Right. Yeah. And, but it's, it's everything around the podcast from the idea creation to launch to maintenance and management and growth and all that fun stuff. Like that's, that's become our world. But you've, you've even went deeper over the last little while or got more vocal about going deeper about like only focusing on clients that you know, the impactors, you know, the people that create impact that that's just, that is very cool in in itself. Like, you know, (laughs) that you only focus on those kind of clients that aren't in it for just the money. They're in it to create an impact. Yeah. You know, it's in this is kind of funny, not really through a podcasting, but when we had some of these clients that were doing funnels and graphics and different things for, we, we quickly discovered, and I guess, no, there was some in the podcast world that, you know, there's certain people that we didn't, didn't agree with, didn't like working with. Yeah. And, and part of that was a, they were about the money. Part of that was, you know, a certain type of, of clients, certain doctors, this, for whatever reason, they wouldn't listen to us. Like we have some doctors that are, but, you know, therapists specifically, for whatever reason, they didn't listen to the way we would want to teach, which is, and we just had to make that decision. Like, you know what? We need to decide full on who do we want to work with? Yeah. Right. And, and we want to work with people that understand a podcast as an asset to their business, as an asset to building their network. And ultimately they'll do everything they can to, to have that consistent show to be there and show up for it. Right. Like that's, mm-hmm ultimately some of the people that we're, we're working with. And, and then on top of that is, yeah, they've got to have a message. Like there's too many good things in the world that I don't, we don't need to work with somebody that's not out there. That's just about the money. Like there's, there's too many of that. Yeah. So let's work with people that are truly out to make a dent in the world in a positive way. And, and let's, you know, our impact is by hopefully helping folks like yourself create their own little impact. Right. And then we can take a little, a little slice of that pie. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) So, you know, you mentioned being a a baseball coach. I, that's something I never knew about. It's funny that I only know you from the business side and, you know, you, you meet all these people online and you kind of see glimpses into their life on Facebook or, you know, the odd post or whatever, but you know, you, you sometimes forget that there is an actual like Mr. Dad Corey, who's a baseball coach behind the behind the screen. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's it's kind of funny how that worked out. You know, I uh, I always envisioned myself coaching football or whatever with my son, and and 
I ended up coaching flag football for him, but he never played tackle. Yeah. And, but baseball, when he was seven and we had the, the right people around us and I played baseball growing up. And so, you know, I just, I would show up as a dad and there's a coach and it's like, Hey, who can help? And next <laughs> thing you know, I'm coaching. And, and even this, like there, we had a team that my son joined in July. That was literally just a little summer thing right before he goes to high school ball. Yeah. And because I can't really coach in high school and, and I, we just found this team, random people. I don't know them. And, and sure enough, one of the coaches got COVID and was gone for almost a month. And so, yeah, I ended up coaching again. Like it's yeah. just probably how it worked the whole time, but you know, it's been a blast and a, a blessing that I've been able to be a part of that for my son. And, you know, now my daughter who is seven years old, this last week, she started flag football for the very first time. So we'll oh, see nice. if she, we'll see how much she does growing up, but most of the time, most of the stuff I can't coach her on because she's been doing dance and gymnastics and uh, that is not my forte. So, You'd look uh, great in a tutu, Corey. <laughs> yeah, I might look good in it, but I can't do anything with it. Uh, it it's funny. Our, our eight-year-old, she's started to, she's actually like watching these YouTube videos on gymnastics to learn how to stretch better. So every morning she wakes up and does this morning stretch routine on YouTube. <laughs> and like, so she's learning how to do the splits and all these flips and everything. And she asked me to do one the other day. Oh, but the other day it was rough. <laughs> yeah, I would hurt myself. So I, I got to yeah. stay away from that. That's for sure. <laughs> I'd rather uh, but, like crashing and banging a football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I love like, you know, that's, that is coaching my son, you know, in his sports has probably been my, the most rewarding stuff I've been able to do in my parenthood yeah. thus far, you know, just, it's just fun. And and I'm one of those coaches, like I'm not out there yelling at people. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to be the more positive impact and and remember that even in the competitive sport, it's a game. Like, come on, dads, it's a game, like relax. And, you know, and it's like, I expect my son to go full on and play as hard as he possibly can when he's there. But if he's not having fun, then he can quit. Like at the end of the day, you know, mm-hmm. it, finish your season. And if it's not for you, it's not for you, but you know, too many kids quit because they don't have fun. And so I was always just wanting to be that parent and that coach that can provide, you know, a place where they can a get better at, but b you know, have a good time and, you know, be better in human beings, so to speak. So, yeah, I have three daughters. So luckily, you know, up here in Canada, hockey is huge. Right. And when I grew up, it was, it was wreck hockey. Like there was no, Oh, my stick's better than your stick or my equipment's yeah. nicer than your equipment. And, yeah. And it was affordable, but now it's like, you have to commit to the price tag of everything. And, and then it almost puts a lot of pressure on the kid to like, okay, you're doing this and you're going here and, and you're hopefully yeah. be good. And, you know, we'll go to the next level and all that. I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm not in that environment. Um, but with my daughters, they're starting to get to that age where extra extracurricular activities are coming in. And I'm hoping to coach the odd soccer game or something. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, baseball and hockey, similar in color or in, in the States, right. With yeah. like the, it used to be just rec and now there's a version of rec, but you know, my son was not involved in that. He was definitely in the competitive, like, yeah. all right, which level are we going to go and trying to grow and get better at? And, yeah. Um, and there was times when I, you know, he was working so hard and I was like, you know, again, I always gave him the option at the end of the season, if you don't want to do the next season, that's, that's all good. Yeah. But you're, I, there's a lot of money that went involved into this season. So you, you're going to work your butt off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> for sure. So, but yeah. So in the in this whole growth business journey, and you're like, you've been a coach for years, like, does any of that translate over to your kids? Like now that he's 14, do you use any like coaching techniques to to kind of guide him in the right direction? Yeah, I mean, you know, something that you and I talked about the other day was communication, right? Yeah. And so from from being a coach and, you know, and like now with my daughter at seven years old, second graders coaching that flag football team, whereas my son, you know, most recently being on his eighth grade teams and, and you know, at each level, there's this different way of, of how to communicate, right? And and it's just a matter of, of working on it, right? Like it's a matter of yelling does no good. So find a way that they can hear you. And that's the same thing with our, our spouses. It's the same thing with our, our clients, right? Like it's, it's the same thing with people that we're coaching. And, and if like, we might have a message about podcasting, but if, if, you know, 10 people of the 20 people didn't hear it, then we need to change the message. So yeah, with, with all of that, it's, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm always trying to evaluate how did I speak to get that across? Right. And so, you know, my son, he's, he's got his own challenges, but you know, he started high school in August and like has completely blown my mind with his effort in school, like unexpected doing way better than I uh, 100% thought. And he's always been, you know, in the higher class classes, right? Like AP style stuff, like advanced math stuff. And we've always just said, like, we just, if you get an F, you get an F, but you better put the effort in, right? Like yeah. that's, that's all we care about. And like right now, after the first month of school, he's sitting in every class at hundred percent or better. And I'm like, how on earth? <laughs> like I, I used to get C's when I was going to school. So <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know where this comes from. And and so when you, you know, seeing that moment though, like I've in sports, I've talked about effort and attitude are the only two like things that you control. Mm-hmm. You can't control what someone else does. You can't control if you miss it and make a mistake. Like you, if, but if you have a hundred percent effort, hundred percent attitude, then, you know, who knows what can happen. And he's t- kind of like done this so, so far in this first part of school as a high schooler. And, uh, you know, so it's a, definitely a proud moment of like, I feel like the coaching that my wife and I have been doing, you know, as he's grown, because he was not like this, you know, just three months ago in yeah. middle school, he did good. He always had good stuff, but it was not like he is starting off here in high school. It's just, you know, pretty cool to see. Hmm. I wonder if it was because he's getting to spend more time with his dad now that you're all home. Hey, yeah. Hey? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it took me, you know, I've been, I haven't, I've traveled some, but no, not like at that position because now, I've, yeah. you know, I've been working with Ron for just, I think over five years. So. Wow. Uh, Has it been know. that long? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's probably like six years. Cause my daughter, yeah, maybe it's seven. My, my daughter, I think was just born when I finally was able to make that jump. Yeah. And yeah. So I met him when she was like, you know, zero to one, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, Corey, is there, I, I want to be respectful of your time here. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Thank you so much for bringing up the communication part, because uh, going into this next month, I was hoping to focus on the communication part, you know, learn, learn how to become better communicators with our partners and our kids. And so, so yeah, that it's such a huge thing. And I think something that we can always 
always be, get better at too. That's like, I don't mean that you're not communicating right right now, but there's always ways to get better at, you know, dealing with the certain situation and knowing how to communicate your feelings and everything through that. So yeah, thanks yeah. for bringing that up. That was awesome. Yeah, of course. And it's, you know, I'm by, by trade, I like to not talk. <laughs> I, I'm more of an introvert. I like just, you know, if, if nobody's talking to me, I'm good. Like yeah. I can be silent for a day and not even, you know, care. And, and my wife is the opposite. And so communication is, is something that like, I have to practice. I have to talk about and, and watch and recognize and see like, how can I you know, be better at it because I I don't naturally like three things can happen in the day and I don't naturally go and share it with her. Yeah. I would naturally wait till she asked me and then I'll share it. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't, it's not that I'm trying to hide it. It's just, I naturally don't need to share it. Yeah. And so, but someone like my wife, she needs all the communication back and forth. (laughs) All the communication. Yeah. (laughs) And, And, you know, and so it's kind of a fun, not fun, but it's just, you know, kind of important just as, as, spouses and and parents and business partners and you know people that you're you know just peers with like of just remembering this one thing and that's we all communicate a little bit different right so find a way that you're comfortable with but also you know recognize the people that you're with and recognize how how are they more comfortable yeah right what do they need to make this you know two-way communication beneficial right and uh, you know so from a podcast perspective right? I could never reach out to you and bug you about a show and just wait till you give it to me. Right. (laughs) But would that be the best way to communicate with you? Probably not, but maybe, I don't know. You know what I mean? And so the communication piece, you know, from more than just within the the family is crucial, but I think all of us have those family members that we see every day that, you know, we sometimes forget that, uh, we all hear and see and, and learn differently. So let's, you know, we need to have a communication uh, a little different with each one. And so I can go yell at the kids and be upset about things, or I can go and have a conversation and each situation might be different, but it's that learning every day and trying to be better. Right. Cause you know, the only person we should be competing with is ourselves from yesterday. Right. So. Perfect. Yeah. I love those little, uh, Twitter snippets there, (laughs) you know, the only person that we need to be competing with is our person yesterday or yeah. So thank you very much, Corey. This, this has been awesome, man. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy learning more about the man behind the podcast, (laughs) like, you know, (laughs) not the guy that just keeps on wrapping my knuckles about being late on podcasts, (laughs) but (laughs) actually Corey, the Corey, the guy, and you know, hopefully one of these days we'll meet in person either at some event somewhere or something when they open up the world again, but yeah, when you don't have to have a two-week vacation sitting at the border, then yeah, that'd be awesome, right? Yeah, my pleasure coming on, Dwayne. It's always a pleasure hanging out with you. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get in person someday, some somehow for sure. Right on. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Corey. We'll make sure. Well, make sure you get all this in the show notes and everything. And <laughs> and, and yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Thank you for making it to the end. I super appreciate each and every one of you who listens. I hope you get as much out of this adventure as I do. Remember to hit that subscribe button, and if you could leave a rating and a review, that would be awesome, because it helps the show reach more parents who may just need to hear this. Then head over and join the Facebook group. Type TIP Podcast in the search bar. This is where we will build our community and share our stories so we can learn from each other and not feel all alone. 
or receive support and encouragement to embrace being perfectly imperfect. Thanks so much, everyone. We got this.